Hey Siri, how do you say black in French? In French, black is noir, rosé noir. We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love. We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought. Diversity of perspectives on a range of topics. You never know who will join us. Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia. Gina. Jasmine. Monique. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I'm Monique, and I am joined by my girls, Jasmine, Gina, and Claudia. We are here to break down The Bachelor season 28, Joey season. Um, I'm really excited. I hope y'all are too. How are you ladies doing today? And what have you been watching? Hey, ladies. I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. I watched, I haven't watched TV, first of all, ironically, because we cover TV shows, but I have not really watched any TV (laughs) Throughout the whole like holiday season or anything, like any new shows or any series or anything, I was like, I have to save myself for Bachelor. But I did watch, I haven't logged into my Netflix in a long time, and I watched, is it American Nightmare? <gasps> I've been watching that too. I've been watching that. That was on my list. <laughs> it was three episodes. It was about this couple who was like wronged by the police with, uh, you know, they had this really crazy kidnapping story and- it was dope. It was, it was, it had me hooked the whole time to super great true crime. If you watch. like true crime and if you like, I almost want to say what book it sounds a lot like, but I don't want to say, cause I, I don't want to spoil it either. Correct. But if, if you enjoy true crime and you like suspenseful novels, there is a very specific novel that this show kind of parallels um and they they reference it in the documentary too once multiple times multiple times and then you're like oh shit that is exactly like that story um highly recommend that's what i was gonna say so now i gotta find something else to say for my answer but yes Mm -hmm. that's what i've been watching too (laughs) yeah so i loved it it was fantastic i i was like i i kind of crapped my pants at one point but it was it was good so that's what i'm watching i'm just waiting to close on the house and move in but other than that i've just been chilling All right, I'll go. All right, so watching more than one thing. So the two things that I'll name are the act. I went down that rabbit hole and wanted to get into that because of the whole Gypsy Rose getting out of um, prison thing. So I went and watched that show on Hulu. I think it's like an original Hulu drama. And then the other one was called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. And that is a documentary that's, um, I'm watching it on Discovery Plus. So, uh, it's so good. It is. We're, I'm right in the middle of the season right now. So my aunt and I are watching it together. It's kind of like our little show that we watch um, every week. And that one is really, if anybody has seen The Orphan, the movie, 
orphan. It's I feel like it's like based off of the movie oh. was based off of the real life situation that happened with her being adopted. She's a little person mm -hmm. and her adoptive family is like acting as if she is an adult. Like that's that's basically the, what they're accusing her of. Um, and it's just been like a crazy back and forth. I'm in the middle of the first season. Um, I finished the, I think, second episode of the second season, literally just last night. It gets better, Gina. We got to talk. We got to talk about it. Okay, we got to talk offline because it's insane. It's crazy. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't know that y'all were so into true crime like I am. So I don't know why we don't talk about this kind of shit. We're always talking reality TV. <laughs> So let's talk about those two. So along with these two ladies, I have been watching both of those shows as well. Um, I will say as a non-true crime thing and a non-fiction um, non thing, I have been watching the fiction series um, because as y'all know, I'm like super into anything that is like Grammys, Emmys, Oscars. If it is renowned, I will watch it. So I started The Bear. And it is very good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm only maybe like five or six episodes in to season one. I'm, I'm awesome. not very far in. Um, it's great. It's awesome. I am loving all of the characters. Um, my favorite though is the the young black woman. What is her name? I Io something. Ego. Um, yes, she's remember. incredible. She already won. She just won the Golden Globe. And the Golden Globe. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's yep. incredible. I love her. Yep. This show is so good. And I've heard that it only gets better. So very excited to continue watching The Bear. Uh, it's It's got to be good. And the guy, this is going to sound like, excuse me for a moment, so that I can just like, you know, talk about someone's body. But I don't really care about his face that much. But did y'all see his Calvin Klein? photo shoot he looks incredible man is That's fine when Jasmine so. was like i'm gonna start watching this show because this is she's like oh i like things that are accomplished and graham oh emmy award winning no but it was like the calvin klein ad that like got you to watch it just just be he, honest here if you haven't seen it i'm just saying he's fine it's i've seen it little, i have it there's a little package situation going on in the calvin klein underwear that's all i'm saying uh no but in all seriousness, and he's an incredible actor, and he has piercing blue eyes that are incredible. So, anyway, highly recommend The Bear so far, and I'm not even done with the first season. Mo, what are you watching? So, I've been watching The Other Black Girl. It's on Hulu. Um, amazing series. It has uh, Garcelle Beauvoir from uh, The Real Housewives. I don't know what. Beverly, what is she from? Excuse Beverly? me, she that's that that is not where she's actually from. That's the end. Show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where she's mm -hmm. more. She's probably a bit more renowned for that at this point. Maybe who knows? Yes, I guess so. I've never seen any of those, but yes, that's fancy. Um, it's fancy. Stop it. Fancy, fancy from Jamie. Fo the Jamie Fox. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Why you didn't it's just start? People ain't got no. I don't know her real name. No, it's fancy. Look at y'all. So, um, um, I I really enjoyed that. I don't know if they're coming out with a second season. They kind of some shows have an ending that's really clean, and this was a bit clean, uh, which I I I appreciate because a lot of the black shows are getting canceled in the middle of thinking that they were going to be doing their thing. Like you know, rap shit got canceled, and people are upset about that. 
So um, here we are. And I'm going to watch rap shit, but all right. Uh, I watched the movie Equalizer 2. Amazing. Mm. If you have not seen it, mm-hmm. I would watch it. I never um, saw the first one. You don't need to. It's a standalone. Oh, they, like, they kind of stand alone. But I am going to go back and watch Equalizer 1 and then part 3. Just finished The Night Agent. Oh, my God. Amazing. That's on Netflix. Um, and then there's this show that I started watching called Physical 100 on Netflix. I don't know if anyone has heard of it. It is essentially 100 of the top bodies, body types, bodybuilders, wrestlers, skiers from South, from South Korea. And um, they all come in and they have these busts of their torso that have been made. And so you can see all the abs and the pecs. And, you know, some people come in and they're very like they're, you know, shorts felt, but like built, ripped up. Um, mm-hmm. There are a number of women that are killing it, doing their thing. And so it's like I wouldn't say it's like the challenge because it's very different from the challenge. But there are physical competitions, there are team competitions. So I'm like maybe episode um, six episodes in, there are people where they build up the legend. They're like, oh my God, that guy is here. Can't believe it. Um, There's this big like MMA fighter. Um, Well, he's not big, he's actually short in stature. Probably one of the more handsome older Asian men that I've ever seen in my life. Like has like, you know, like the hair is like swooped. He wears the, he, but he looks like money. He came in looking like money, expensive watch, the suit, the expensive glasses, expensive haircut, everything. But people are almost bowing to him. Like everyone bows. So I'm just watching it and I'm just like, I'm in a different zone of respect, I feel like, because everyone is so respectful of each other. And then they start shit talking. <laughs> and, and then And then you start to see like their is not a lack of confidence with any of these folks. But then there's also um, when they're humble, when they are humbled, it is like amazing. So it's sort of been, you ever been been in a season where you watch something and you're like, man, I'm, I'm going through all of the different phases of my life watching this where I was like really feeling myself, maybe down on myself, maybe thinking that someone was better at something than I am and that I couldn't beat them. Maybe I beat them. It's all of this stuff. There's underdog stories. It's really amazing. I think uh, everybody should check it out. You can just, um, you can do the English to um, the Korean. What's it called again though? Physical 100. Okay. Yeah. On Netflix, um, right? Yes, yes. And what I love, love about it is you really get to know almost everybody. So it could be, a sometimes it's a slog because they're really you that you you hear from everyone. Um, if it's a hundred people, you hear from nearly like eighty of them. But there's also uh, there's like a base a white baseball player. He's getting so much respect. There's a black dancer named Miracle. Speaks full perfect Korean. He comes in. Oh my God, it's Miracle. They knew who he was. Um, and I don't know. I just I just really love it. Finally, I've watched two episodes of Black Mirror. One um, called San Junipero with, uh, uh, what's her last name? Her name is Gugu. She was in All of the Lights. I can't remember what her last name is, but. um, The the movie, not the song, silly. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And um, I also watched this episode called Hang the DJ. And it is tremendous. 
because it's giving like AI dating, but when you watch it, it really flips your, your, your mental state. And, um, a lot of these things put myself and my partner in the existential crisis of would we have still gotten together if it was this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if we were to, if, if we were matched, what would we do? So, um, I'm hoping that some of our listeners end up like watching these episodes and thinking about it in terms of that and see, just let us know what you all think about those two episodes of Black Mirror and all of the shows that uh, we have all talked about. I am excited to transition on and get into our special guest. This guest, yeah. I did want to ask one question that uh, Jesse Palmer asked. Um, are you looking for a, a romance that has you waiting all night till the sunrise? Money. Yes. One of my notes. One of my notes. Yes, that is a great. Based segment. on that, just Next. one word. Yes, I wonder how many listeners know now who. Oh, who, who are yeah. guests? Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into it. They have about three seconds to figure it out. So <laughs> our guest for uh, this season of The Bachelor, the first time that we're excited about a Bachelor season in a long time, a long time. So for Joey season, we are super happy. Uh, this has been something that we've been trying to put together for a while. So this was a perfect opportunity. And this, he is doing his thing, y'all. Y'all are going to be like, whoa, how did he even find time to, to slot uh, to meet with y'all? But we got Zachary Reality. Ah, hello. Hello, everybody. Yes. Thank you so yes, much for well, having so, me. Thank you yes, for that warm we're, introduction. We're so honored that you would find time because you literally are on every red carpet these days. You're at every BravoCon <laughs> fest um, out there, right? And all these shows, you probably met half the people. Uh, you met everybody from Netflix shows, Bravo shows. So what is going on, Zachary? How, how are you doing today? Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys are all so fabulous. Um, Claudia, we have met a few times. So happy to be here. Um, And, you know, in Los Angeles, that's where I live. I've been here four and a half years. There is a lot going on. And I think that's one of the reasons why I choose to live Mm -hmm. here. And, you know, I've been working in this industry for about four years. So I've made my way around town a little bit. I know. I know. So like, I mean, you honestly, like, when did I see you last? Like a year? It was like December 2022. God, 2023 was like an awful. We don't want to talk about it. I thought but that, that was zipped one other by. Time. And at the time, you still were tapping into getting into interviews. You had the YouTube page going on. So, you know, we definitely want to know the, the beginnings of like how you got into that. But you have blown up since then. So I want Aww. to talk about at that time, you really were trying to like hustle. So how did you get started in all of this? Well, thank you so much. I really don't look at myself that way because I've truly am just like working in the craft. So I really appreciate that. Um, I've been watching reality TV forever. I've been doing theater and acting forever and, you know, going to college and having to pick a major and something to study. I really fell into broadcast journalism. So that's kind of when everything pieced together for me that there is a career in hosting and in covering different shows that I like and topics. I even did my college senior media seminar class on Kylie Jenner and her self-made billionaire empire. It was like a controversy because some people thought, is she self-made? She has this family. But then on the other aspect, like 
she did what no one else in her family could do, right? Like she still made her business. So that was just like, for me, the icing on the cake of like knowing I wanted to move to LA from New York, from New Jersey and just start pursuing my career in entertainment. And I think things just like really fell into place with the pandemic and TikTok and social media where I was able to figure out a way to make my own career because I was never able to really find a job in LA, like a full-time job. So I just started on social media to build a resume for myself that turned into my career and all these other opportunities that I've created for myself and that have come my way. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, do you feel like, cause we've met so many of these content creators, right. Who have blown up during COVID, I think because you know, the lockdowns and everybody was focused on their phones and social media. Do you feel like that was where you really had, uh, you know, upward mobility and in, in your career and some more visibility? I think that's just like gave me the time and everyone the time to start posting on social media and build their own brands. Because before that, I was starting to get hosting gigs. I was working at AfterBuzz TV. I was about I was about to do some recap shows there in a studio, and then that turned on that turned into Zoom. And I was hosting at an, another network that turned into Zoom. So then I realized like I have to post for my own pages. Why am I giving these other networks content. And I think just the way the world has changed, so many content creators have become their own brands because it's just easier to work for yourself. It's just more authentic and you can really just focus on what you want to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a question. You mentioned After Buzz. I love Maria Menounos uh, and Kevin Undergaro. What was it like working for them? So when I um, started After Buzz, it was actually like a week of like a few weeks before COVID happened. So I actually never got to meet Maria, but I did do a 10 hour training day with Kevin. And I felt like he gave me some really good advice going to AfterBuzz and like hearing what he had to say. And there was so many people who've been there for years that it's like almost like a place where a lot of entertainment journalists start at. So I feel like I learned a lot just about like, like how if you want people to follow you and you're covering shows, it's like, you need to find like direct um, dialogue or just like communication with that fan base, right? Like mm -hmm. becoming, so I, I remember just writing down a lot of notes and words of wisdom. So it was brief, but I got a lot out of it. Yeah, it's crazy because I, that was something that sustained me and kept me going with The Bachelor was watching their recaps. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of people that have, have podcasts now that started out with them. And then they also have some people that were covering the wrestling field and, and arena that are wrestlers now or that are um, into the um, like the, the space of interviewing wrestlers and all of that. There's Kathy Kelly. And then there's also, what was her name? Trinidad, something Trinidad. But she's, she's Zelina Vega. Nice. They were like a really great, like almost like farm system for personalities. Yeah. And that would have been me up there, like for maybe a couple of years, maybe I would still be doing it, you know, one show a week if that mm. was still a thing. But when it dissolved, I mean, I had to take the tools and resources I learned from there. And I learned from everywhere else to make my own page and make my own Zachary reality. And I really dived into TikTok specifically because you want to talk about a recap, screw the whole podcast. We can do this in 40 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I loved, and I and I remember. I think we shared a lot of your content because you would you would be the one to drop tea early some uh, oftentimes, um, which was like kind of like your thing. Yes, yeah, back like, in the day, back in the day. 
back in the day, back in the day, you have um, since transitioned. Uh, but yeah, at the time, but that was the kind... And it wasn't even like real, like, you know, trashy tea. It was just stuff that was like, just to get, because you have to be right in this, you know, we're, we're part of this as well, just to be the first people to, to, to get the word out on something. Mm -hmm. It's really important. So, so just also walk us through that, right? So you were doing that, you were having all these things, you were posting TikToks and YouTubes. Yeah. When did the transition happen? Because I, I want to say it happened this last year of you doing more, um, you know, f uh, conservative content. Yes. Well, refined. We'll say refined. refined. We leveled up a that little bit. That word conservative is trigger. It's a trigger. That's so fair. I would say, <laughs> yeah. So more, more refined, um, more credible, like a step, not that yeah. you weren't credible before, but like more um, in the mainstream, getting invited to some big opportunities. You were with mm. our, our people, Lauren and Cameron from Love's oh, Yes. That was like so you did fun. that whole thing. So, like, how did you start getting into those opportunities? So when I first started TikTok, I truly was quarantined, like all of us. So when I was making my videos, A, I didn't think anyone was going to watch. Like B, I didn't, I wasn't like any type of public figure. So it didn't matter what I said. And C, I was just trying to get followers just like everyone else on TikTok, like in the beginning. So I feel like I wasn't interacting with people. So if I was like, if people had problems, they would leave it in my comments. But like, I feel like back in the day, TikTok was so reckless with all those comments. So like, you didn't take anything seriously. Not that I was ever like that controversial, but spilling tea, but I, oh, I, I had to build a presence online and I had to just like niche in on The Bachelor and niche in on certain reality shows. And I wanted to make my content something different that no one's ever seen before. So I feel like and I also faked a sugar daddy series on TikTok in the beginning to gain mm -hmm. followers. I had a wedding when I hit 100K and it was just like satire. And I think over time when I realized that the whole reason I created this TikTok was for my career to build that resume. After a couple of years doing it, I it was more like silly. I was like, now I need to take it more seriously because I'm gaining more followers and I'm going to get more opportunities and I'm, I'm going to get brand deals. I'm going to get on these carpets. So in the last year and a half, mainly every month, you know, I just really try and like remember the vision and remember why I started it. So it's become a lot more serious or just like credible, newsworthy, just like it's good quality content that I have that I I put thought into everything I say now when I never did before because I had to like learn the hard lessons about like getting into the industry and I didn't have anyone to look up to because like I said, COVID happened. So I, there was no one to like, I, opportunities were taken away. So I, I just had to figure everything out on my own. And I've been able to share that with my audience a lot. Like it's not always just a recap page. I do get vulnerable in my podcast and YouTubes and YouTubes and TikToks and all my content. Like I do share about myself too. So I've just done that in front of my followers' eyes and it's been so amazing. And I I love how candidly I'm able to talk about it right now. I don't know if I've ever been able to truly like express all of this at once. I love that. <laughs> I love that you're sharing it here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, I thought I was moving. Yes, go ahead, Mary. I, I had a question. Um, do you have any regrets? No, no regrets because love everything it. was authentic and honest and yeah. I've always been real and genuine and I've always been very honest about my opinions of things. And if anything, if I'm lying, it's because I'm trying to be nice. That's so beautiful and so oh authentic. I love you so much. Um, that was great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, so now that you sort of have, 
because like I said, your following has grown exponentially and the, the opportunities that you're getting are really more exclusive. Yeah. What would you say is the, the direction for 2024? What are you kind of focused on? Uh, you know, what are you watching? Like, what do you love? And then what are you kind of focused on to like stay in and get deeper or get into? Yeah, I, I always want to continue to grow all the platforms and just think of new ways to elevate the content. I have been working a lot with Netflix. I've been working with Peacock, Hulu. I've worked with a lot of different networks. Um, I worked with E. So I want to kind of find a way to continue to work with those networks on larger scales. And a lot of times I get hired to do brand partnerships where I'm filming from home. But like, I love the opportunities to go to the shows and interview the people and go to the carpet. So I just want to continue to grow with, with like hosting opportunities where I can eventually host my own competition reality show. So one step at a time, I feel like I'm really happy with where I'm at in my career and everything's happening organically and slowly, like slow and steady truly wins the race. So I'm just rolling with things. I don't want to force anything, but I have my eye on some opportunities I'm going to go for. Oh my God. You have to tell me when you get them. Okay, great. And Gina's eyes lit up. So like, she's like, what show can I apply to be on? Literally, um, that was my thought. I was like, I know. I was I like, have... maybe we can do it together if it's a team thing. Uh, but yeah, so that is fabulous. Well, let me tell you a couple shows I'm watching that you guys need to get into that are, we, that are not Bachelor. I am loving the, yeah, write them down. I'm loving the trust on Netflix. I was going to, I want, that's on my list. The finale is tonight. Okay, so I'm going to watch everything. Okay. There's only seven, there's eight episodes. Tonight's the yeah. eighth. So it's the not trend. that long. The what first, is the premise of this one, Zachary? So the first few episodes might be a little slow because you're like confused, but there's 11 people and they're all going to win like $200,000 or 250000 if they decide to split it between the 11 of them. If not, they can vote someone out and then they can split it between the 10 of them all the way until it gets down to... There's five people left. So the finale is tonight. Mm. So there's tasks each week to grant yourself like protection and to test levels of trust with other people in the house. So, and you can only vote one person out at a time and it's about majority rules. So it's just a level of like, do you want to split it with five people, six people who does not deserve mm. the trust? And it's just a real interesting social experiment and competition show. So it's like the mole meets the survivor meets like it sounds like kind of a lot of those yeah. alliance type of shows, but there are alliances. Do you know what I have heard is kind of similar to the mole? And Zachary, please let me know if you have heard of this too. Um, I think they're on their second season right now, but this show that's like the traitors. The traitors, that's yeah. also y'all yes. watch that. I'm going to uh, yeah. watch all of these. This is I was going to bring that up, to too. <laughs> good. Okay, please go ahead. Tell me everything. The Traders is really, really good. I'm actually have, I'm working on a campaign with the show, which is amazing. And they had a little experience in L.A., so we got to play the game. It was like a murder mystery show. But basically, the premise of this show is that there are three traitors and there's 17 faithfuls. The faithfuls have to figure out who the traitors are because they're going to be voting someone out each week who they think is a traitor. The traders are convincing people that they're faithfuls. And then at night, after they vote someone out, the traders then have the power to vote someone else out and then pretend they have nothing to do with it. They had nothing to do with it the next day. That's my kind of show. And okay, Peter, and <laughs> Peter Pilot Pete is on the show. That That's what I heard. 
that makes sense. Heard about it. Johnny it's someone Bananas. Like, and Johnny, I mean, Johnny Bananas. Isn't Johnny sure Bananas on like fucking every show, though? Yeah. Yes. They drive in Porsche. Listen. Yeah. But for Johnny the Bachelor fans, for yes. the Bachelor fans, they have Peter on. And the reason they have Peter is for the reason you think they have Peter, because yeah. last season they had Ari because he was yeah. a traitor. Becca mm. to Lauren. And mm-hmm. then they needed Peter because he was a traitor. Maddie mm-hmm. to Hannah to Kelly. So you can leave your predictions mm. on who you think will be on Trader season three based on their Bachelor past. I mean, the, the list is long. <laughs> it's long. Okay, they can, they can make 20 seasons. Yeah. yeah from, just from that. Yeah. Love it. Oh, well, this is fantastic. These are shows that have been on my mind. So, mm-hmm. yes. yeah. Yeah, They're my good. coworkers were telling me about the traders, and I was like, I don't really know. And they were like, Did you like the mole? And I was like, I fucking loved the mole. And they're yeah. like, You yeah. want to watch this because it's the mole, but with like celebrities. I'm like, mm-hmm. Great. That makes sense. Monique and I are huge Big Brother fans, like mm-hmm. huge fans. So I started watching traders because of some of the cast that I knew. Yeah, so I was like, Let's mm-hmm. get into it. So I'm in the middle of watching traders. I want to pick it back up and give it my focus but so far the i'm a, i think i got through the first like three episodes it's good so far i can definitely say it's worth it but i want to go in like with a clear mind now that i'm not watching like 20 different things mm-hmm. well what <laughs> do you think of janelle um i'm really curious your take of her in the show or just janelle period in the show. janelle is a legend um, period i mean she's definitely a legend period i want to see how how well she can do. I mean, obviously she's prolific when it comes to Big Brother, but I mm-hmm. that transition from like being on one show and then going into something else where it's not entirely your wheelhouse and then people know you from your past show, it can really hurt mm-hmm. you <laughs> if you have a certain reputation that precedes you. So I'm interested to see how well she can navigate people knowing that she's Janelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, she has a lot of heat on her so far. <laughs> so... Uh, who knows what will happen? She is a faithful, and it seems like she might be protected by a couple of the traitors. So I wouldn't be surprised if she made it a little far. Do you end up knowing who the traitors are? Yeah, we know, but they don't know. The oh, so the audience is aware? We're yeah. aware, but the okay. they're not aware in the castle. And of course, you know, you have to remember there's editing, so they show certain things. Mm-hmm. They are putting on a show. So like, there was in the last episode, it was like, how could nobody guess that Parvati would, you know, do this? But then it, in the editing, it looked so obvious that she was trying to get this girl to drink her chalice. But then nobody figured it out. And I'm like, the editing is so interesting. Parvati is a legend, too. I love Parvati. I'm trying I, to half block this out so I'm not spoiled by any of the things mm-hmm. that we're talking about. So I'm going to just. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm just like, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to go turn it up. <laughs> I know. Wait, wait I what can't is this one on? Is this HBO? What is this one? Um, Traders is on Peacock. Peacock, I got it. Peacock is, is like, really trying to make me it's good. buy it. I love Peacock because I also love yeah. like the Real Housewives. I watch all of them. So oh, I'm yeah. going to be watching the Salt Lake City reunion tonight. I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. So Peacock is like everything, but I love Netflix too. Those are my two favorites other than yeah. cable. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's why. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, so that so I'm excited to see. I know you do a lot with the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into this recap, I'm just curious. So who because I, I I know so many people adore you uh that we that we know uh from the franchise, 
but who in all of the shows would you say that you've really for, uh, formed a, a close connection to that you are kind of tight with? Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't say that I'm like so tight with a lot of these people, even if I'm friends with them, just because there is always just like a professional like understanding that we're both in the bit the industry and the business. But like I've had great moments with Rachel Lindsay. I've had, you know, moments with Anna Redman. Um, Susie and Justin are really cool. So yeah. there's been a lot of people that I've like talked to and met from Bachelor that have just been like amazing that I've had on my podcast as well. So yeah. I'm always like, not mingling and dingling, but I wouldn't say I have like so many close friends. Like I wouldn't say they're like yeah. close friends. It's just more people that like- I know. It's, cool and with. it's hard too, right? Because you're essentially press. Uh, and so yes. a lot of times for people to feel comfortable. And I think, I mean, we are nowhere, uh, we're not there yet uh, in the yeah. scope, uh, you know, at the level um, of what you've arrived at, but certainly we've kind of gotten that. Um, like, well, hey, you're part of the, the press. And so you can't- we can't tell yeah. you anything. I'm like, I'm a nice person. You can trust us. That's always uh, been so like tricky. I think navigating the career because anyone that like is friends with me and knows me, like, of course, like if we're talking about things and we're out to dinner, like it's not that serious. I truly only and like. I'm to, not going to spill. Yeah, and I only <laughs> report on things that are in the news or on the shows, especially if you see my page over the last year. Like that's truly what it has become. I don't spill the tea. Like that's not my. MO. So mm -hmm. I have been able to like have genuine conversations with a lot of people, but it, it could be a little tricky sometimes. It's like, sometimes I've always felt like I wanted to be friends with certain people, but then they're like, wait, what does that mean? Like, I don't like that. There's like an alluring thing of like, Oh, it's Zachary reality. He's going to spill tea. Like he's going to talk yeah. about it. And I'm like, I'm really just hosting and doing podcasts just like everyone else in media. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to feel like there's ever a dark cloud over me. And I feel like Maybe I've sensed that vibe before, but also like, why am I reading into things too much? So that is frustrating when there's like unspoken tension between me and reality stars and people I'm interviewing. I, I think that we, we've kind of discussed that before too, because it's hard. Like it's, you know, especially I'm like an extrovert. I love connecting with people. I have made some close connections with people, but at times, yeah, you don't know. Um, you can sense that sort of uh, hesitancy, right? That apprehension that they're like, can I tell this person something? Are they yeah. going to put it on their podcast? Are they going to tell other people? Um, and so you feel kind of shut out. You almost take it personal, but it really isn't. They, If they're smart, they're going to protect themselves. Then yeah. there's something that spill everything. And you're like, please, what are you doing? I can also, it's like, like, I guess, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I guess if I'm giving commentary on their lives and their actions on a TV show, you know, I can understand that layer as well. So you know, I think it's just all about growth and just reading the room and just being respectful and kind on camera and in person. Fantastic. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So now, before we get into our recap, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back and we're black and shout out to Joey. Let's go. 
Um, let's get into, yes, let's get into our soured sips and our filled cups. So um, who wants to go first? Let's see. Can I pick? Who goes first? I, I guess so. Yeah, let's see what you got. All right, let's see. The order will be Gina, Zach, Claudia, Jasmine, me. Does that work? Perfect. Awesome. Gina got the glasses. Are she ready? Gina, Gina put the glasses on. <laughs> ready. Love this. Mm -hmm. So we're starting with what soured my sip, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're just going that mm -hmm. way. Okay. So let's make sure we get this going. I had a, I had a good mix of, of both, mm -hmm. but <laughs> I have in bold letters, I hate this freaking date card. <laughs> I hated the date card. So, and I'm probably starting out strong right out the gate. But Very strong. We love this. But you know, I just I have to go for it. First off, I I is it Leah or Leia? I I need to. I make still sure don't I'm know. saying it the it's right. Le it's Leia. Leia. Okay. Leia. Well, I make sure that I'm saying it right. So, I think Leia is just really really sweet and. I know some of the cast seem to like not really be feeling like her crying. They're like, wait, why is she crying about this? But as somebody who feels things on a deep level, I felt empathy for her in that moment of being like, wait, I don't want to take away from other people. I, I feel like I would feel some kind of way if this happened to me and I was on the other receiving end of it. I think that she, she took a chance there by not keeping the card. <laughs> But I understand how she felt like her back was against the wall. And I was like, this is this is really not fair to her because this is putting a target on her back. I don't feel like this is really doing her a favor. Like, mm -hmm. I almost feel like how can we consider this a reward for her getting the first impression rose? I was like, how is that a reward? Her ability to then basically make herself a target with all the other women in the house when we all know that the people that have the best experience there are the women that tend to get along with the other women and they build bonds and connections. It's typically what leads them to being successful post show. I was like, and you're setting her up to be persona non grata. So I was like, I don't, mm. I wasn't really like a big fan of it. I was like, you basically set her up for failure if she would have chosen to keep the card. And it set her up to be the, what, like the Brianna of the season to have it where she's coming mm -hmm. in and people are already having like this feeling of like, oh, where is she? Oh, she thinks she's better than us because she's already, mm -hmm. you know, have like this in with um with the lead. So just the whole thing, I was just like, it's, it's really like a mixed bag of, is it really good for her or is it not? And I'm leaning more towards not. I wouldn't want that date card at all. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want that power. I wouldn't want anything to do with it. Just make me a regular person, even though it did lead to one of my, like, mm, Maybe that might be another sour sip too, but I'll I'll save that other one. I want to hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say the Brianna thing. It's starting to be this thing where they're you know you, we've always seen where at a finale of a previous season they introduce uh, you know a couple of the the contestants. You know we had we interviewed Blake last week. He was one of the people who met Becca beforehand. Um, so sometimes that's an advantage, right? I mean Kelly and Peter, Pilot Pete. Uh, you know, they met in a hotel lobby. It was bizarre, but that was not on the show. Um, but then, but this now, like, they know they're already planting the seed of drama that there's like this day card that she got and everyone's like, oh, she's going to get this. And Brianna had the same sort of target on her back. What is production doing to protect them? 
So we get that you have to have a story. It's going to drum up some animosity, but are you feeling, you know, do they feel protected? And as Gina said, and, my, and myself, it, being an HSP, a highly sensitive person, I'm going to think of all, think all the things. I don't have my people around me to support me. This producer says they care about me, but I just met you. I don't know if you got my back or not. So I, I just think that I don't like that they set this up this way. And it's, and it's unfortunate for her because now people may be isolating her. And so it might, it might tarnish the way that she acts. She may not be acting authentically and, you know, so, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So my sour, right? These are the three things that I'm not here for. Okay, so the first one is Jess telling everyone she kissed Joey. Mm -hmm. Like, the kiss was, first of all, forced, and he was not into it. So it just felt like really a bad move to announce that to the group, because why? Like, just, that's just going to put a target on your back. So just that was just a no-go. The second for me was Joey burping. Um, I know, after the, the shotgun? After the shotgun. Um, I love that. I don't <laughs> like burps. I don't like farts. Like that's, it's just not my thing. And like, I was- Damn boo, I hate it. Like, I hate I it. All and like, pens are normal, but I fucking hate it. I don't need to know about it. Like, especially right away. And like, I'm starting to, like this journey just started with Joey. Like I want to fall in love with him, just like all the women. Like it's a part of watching the show. Mm -hmm. So that was just a little bit of an ick for me and a setback. So I understand that he was chugging beer, like shotgunning, but- Get it together. And the third um, sour for me was the Billie Eilish intro. I do love that song. Love and it. I just was not prepared for this opening scene in this song. And I was just really in shock and appalled by all of it. How much money do you think they pay for that song? For oh, rights? so much. It's Billie Eilish. She's not only grammy winning now she's emmy winning she's about to be like oscar winning this girl i don't, think it, works. I don't think it works that simple i think it's almost like i feel like there's so many negotiations and favors in hollywood and it's just like she you know she, that's also a platform for her song so i think they're i don't know what, what goes into all gone that. are the days of some like second third rate uh country singer that they would use their song and you're like who's this person well, uh, Billy is a big deal a big deal and a lot of it is her brother too because he he mm -hmm. um they write together but he produces while she sings and so it's like definitely a duo i also but, don't really know these people so you, ahead, no. so you mean that they could they couldn't get victoria fuller's ex-boyfriend right? stop. Stop. stop i don't i don't want to mute anyone here it's well, something that That's... i said i boot her don't boot country, me. that guy oh my god that guy that's right that was the funniest that was, whatever that was I don't wild that, that was just wild that situation oh, uh, it was, wait, it was as wild as her dating chris souls but okay, real, quick, real quick Zachary's mm -hmm. point, though, like that was just right. the weirdest way to open this is the season premiere episode and they open it to joey sobbing Billy singing in the background. It didn't make sense. All the amazing shots. It was a miss. Like and the song like, is so good and the scene was good. The teaser was good. It, but was, it, it was a miss. Not together. Yeah. Not together. It was no. I, it, I I didn't like it. I'm like, this is horrible, but also this is not how you start a season. Like what the fuck is happening? I don't know. It was giving TRL number nine 
Not even. It was giving seconds too long as well. It was giving making a video. Yeah, it was. And then they did the whole, (laughs) and I said this in our clubhouse room, it was giving, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And then it was like, two months before. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that I, no, that I did not like. Sometimes I was so confused. I was like, was this now or was this charity? But then I was like, okay, no, his hair was long. I I could be so confused. It was it was a miss, but I do I like a good flashback. We're obviously in for a good tease at the end. It's apparently something that's never happened before, so we'll see if it lives up to the hype. But we have a long, we have a long way to go. God, and so many women. Um, so so Zachary, can I just jump back because I feel like we have something to say about the Jess of it all. Okay, I feel like that could have been on other people's sour sips. So we can just, if we can just get this out of the way. You want to knock Jess out the way. I love it. Because <laughs> well, it might take, that might be the longest conversation we have tonight. Can so, I go really quickly? Yes, please, please. <laughs> all right. Please. So I was going to say Jess getting the first kiss and telling all of California, I think you need to zip it, sis. Zip it. Okay. That zip one. it. In the name of Why are you telling California? This is crazy. Yeah. Rookie mistake. <laughs> Kathy. Yeah, yeah, Kathy. Zip it. Zip it. Yeah. So, <laughs> geez. so again, I mean, well, she just graduated, to be fair, from high school or college. So she she doesn't, maybe she hasn't seen episodes. I don't know. But she was like a wreck. The other thing is that we all hear they, they have them sleep deprived and they drink a lot. But she was lit. Your girl was white girl wasted in the worst way possible. Um, they just, she just could not keep the sentences together. She was also tired. Like she was like, I know. Cause I have been that person. And you're like, can I go ahead and say that I drafted yeah. her to my team? So I, no, at, no. First, at first no, I was no, so no, excited. No. I was like, go Jess, he likes you. This is great. You got the first no, kid. Jess. And then like, literally there was a commercial break. And then later I was like, oh no, I drafted Jess. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, you can't listen. That's why I don't like drafts in general because they make you disloyal to your team. I don't like that. We did it, but I don't like it because she's got to yeah. go. So that so that whole thing, um, she was crazy. She was crazy. And then she also, so what did I write down? Um, also about like with the girl with Taylor, with the she that whole thing. Taylor. Oh, this was, I. you were saying something serious. So I stepped back. She stepped like, Two inches back, she was like, "Oh, I'll give you a minute." I'm sorry, iconic. It was. <laughs> I loved it. Was, that was iconic. Yeah, it, was, it was cringe, and she was like, "Yeah, you're done. Are you done?" Oh, she. I mean, she gave us great. Really tried to kind of lower her voice a little. She was like, "Um, so anyway, what I was trying to say." It's like I know, like I'm not supposed to be so J- Jess is here for a very short time, not a long time, and she's here for a good time. time. For, for yeah, she's for here for best, my good time. The best time because the best Jess time. has watched the show. She literally said, "I'm not here to make friends," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Shout out to Claire and like, Emma." I'm here to get the paradise. Oh, so you listen to the pod? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Like she yeah. had, she knew when to interrupt. Mm-hmm. She knew to go for a second, you know, second time. Mm-hmm. Um, because all of that, and I was telling, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, all of this is going to, she knew all of that was going to make sense. And it one thing about Joey, he is not for the drama. We can see it already. Every time somebody would walk up to him with, so, I see there's something behind your back. 
but I'll give you a hug. I'm like, Joey, just roll with it. You're being boring. <laughs> it's a axe behind your back. Are you going I know. To yeah. He's like, what is that? And she's like, oh, I was supposed to be as the past, but you ruined it. Uh, yeah. But the, 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 the just informal, I mean, I had to question Joey for a hot second because he's like, she's fun and tra well traveled. I was like, she moved to San Diego where all the bachelor people are. Like, this is not, she didn't do anything like earth shattering here. Well, and he was like, oh, she, he, she's lived in Denver and San Diego. He acts like she lived in Morocco. I was just like, he was like, she's well-traveled. <laughs> she lived in Antarctica for six like months. She's been everywhere. She's well-traveled. And I was just like, nah. No, I'm just agreeing with some of the things you're saying. Sorry, I don't mean to rip on you, Jess. We'll see you in paradise, but yeah. So that's Please. Awesome. Jess is she, good. I think I she kind of like- Good content. She, she kind of like like made up for it a little bit. Like she was wrong for interrupting. She was wrong for sharing the kiss, but she tried to make light of it and Taylor was not having it. No, that's fair. And that's fair. Taylor was not having it. She was not. She was like, I was trying to talk about my blended family and you ruined it. <laughs> they're going to drag it too. Yeah, they're going to the drag like, it. They're going to end up- being like at, holding this against her, even if she tries yeah. to like regroup and get back mm -hmm. in good with them, there's going to be at least one or two of those women that are not going to let go of what mm -hmm. happened night one. And, yeah. they, and the thing about it is this, it's kind of smart because you have Taylor on one side, high strung, very serious. I'm here for Joey. And then, you, well, maybe who knows, whatever. And then you have Jess who is here for the fun like everybody, why y'all taking shit so seriously? Let's move on. So you're gonna really clash with those two, and mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be hilarious. Um, Joey is not bringing the drama, in my opinion, for this. They're gonna be the women to do it. He's too nice. Yeah, and so, I'm sure that Taylor's uh, here for for Tanner or somebody. So Ooh. we'll see all of them on the beach. It's okay if they get another season. Oh, after all that. It's true. Oh, this is true. It might yeah. be the end. Yeah. Kalaya, yeah. I think it's your turn to share something that soured you. Soured. It always sounds like I'm I soured myself. All right. All right. All right. Relax, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else I had. I mean, I really just I put Jess here like in different times and I was like just as clearly so I think the only thing is um how many women there were I don't know if it's I think it's too many I think if you're gonna I think they should start looking at a, a reformat if you're gonna have that many people either add a, an extra hour for us to like see people or give them two two nights to decide. I just think that it's too many people. Like, how do you know? Like, oh, Jasmine looked at me funny. Like she sneezed earlier. I don't know if I can be with that. Like, how would you know? Like we didn't have time to talk, like, you know, um, and then, and, you know, meanwhile, production's doing their thing. I just don't think that there's, there's a lot. And it was like, Jesse bragging about this was the most women. Um, it's, it's a lot. And it, and you get some people that have an, an unfair, uh, you know, they're at a disadvantage. So I don't think that it was great. And I think that there's some people, and we always find this afterwards, right? Of course, like we'll use Olivia as an example. You find out how great and witty and charming they are. And we didn't really get to see any of that. Or even people that are there for weeks and weeks and they don't, we don't know who the heck they are. So that for me, I didn't, I didn't love. So that's all. 
I hate that there's people that basically put their lives on hold to an extent, not saying that all of them are like that, but if Mm -hmm. you're making the time to come to this show, knowing that how many weeks you could potentially be there, if you make it all the way, there had to be some planning involved for your, your life to make those adjustments, to be there. And then to not even get a chance to speak to the man. And then you go home. I just, I feel like you at least are owed a five minute conversation or something just to see if it's even going to work because now you'll never know. And now you feel like you wasted potentially that, that time. I feel like at least give them that the five minutes. And then they can't say that they didn't at least have a chance to talk to the person that they were hoping to pursue. But I I feel like I would feel terrible if I went all the way out there and then I didn't even get to speak to the person. I got to put on a pretty dress. I got to come out. I got to introduce and say my name, tell him I'd see him inside. And then I never got to see him. And I'm locked into a contract for a year. Yes. Where I can do anything else. Yeah. That's why Evelyn, like some people were talking about like, why is she freaking out so much? Why is she crying? And I'm like, no, I get it. Because she's like, I haven't even gotten to have a conversation with this man outside of meeting him. When I got out of the limo, I shook his hand. I met him. I talked to him and that's it. And now it's the rose ceremony. And I'm just supposed to think that he knows who I am. Now she got a rose and that was great for her, but it's like, I understand why she was freaking out. Evelyn was like, the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know. I haven't talked to the man. I don't know if he likes me. I don't know if I like him at this point. Yeah. What the hell? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that I cannot even imagine what that is like. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That, that was all I had. Is it my go? I think it, it is your turn. Out. Out. All right. Listen, um, I didn't have very many after the um, zip it. Uh, it's just the two. So Allison, say, Ale- one of the sisters, um, somehow I foolishly oh. drafted Lauren first. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, drafting one of the sisters first. This is crazy work. And I was try- I was like, okay, I know they're sisters. Don't draft them. Then I went, I was like, oh, no, we're drafting. All right. I started looking through. I was like, oh, Lauren seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. But anyway, uh, Allison saying that she and her sister, Lauren, have overlapped guys in the past, but not in a weird way. I'm fucking confusion. <laughs> what's, um, what's normal about that? Nothing. No, judgment, no judgment. I just want answers. There is no judgment. They're there for that, to be the most awkward situation that everyone at home is thinking, like, why? How? It's gross. I mean, I mean, unless it's like happenstance, like if it's something coincidental, but mm-hmm. I just, no, thank you. No, there's nothing coincidental as in getting yes. on the plane, sitting next to each other, going out there, getting mm-hmm. dressed together, riding mm-hmm. in a limo together more than likely, and then yeah. getting out and dating the same guy. But you know what? If they like it, I love it. I mean, I could not. <laughs> I could not. But if they want to, I was like, maybe they're trying to get a little throttle going on here. Okay. I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. Mm. I will. See, it, it seemed like in the first episode, Joey was really into Allison. Uh-huh. Like she was the one that, you know, kissed him and everything. And she really went for it. But I almost think that it is possible that there could be a slow burn with the older sister, Lauren, that you're not mm-hmm. going to see coming. Mm-hmm. And like the more he gets to know them, I almost feel like Lauren is going to surpass her in the journey. Yeah. But this is just all very unserious. How do you take this person to hometown? <laughs> 
Well, it's a long way to go. It's a long time, but it would be funny if one of them gets to hometowns and the other sister is there waiting. Like okay. you're taking you're taking your current girlfriend to your ex girlfriend's hometown house. What's, I, what? I would love to see it. I know you would. You're from Mexico. Wow, that's so gross. Well, I'm just saying. Just can you imagine that the conversations that would be had? With and then the, the father's like, "Why didn't you like my other daughter?" What's yeah. up with you? <laughs> or, or any other siblings that would be there and be like, "So, how did you decide which sibling you like better?" Like, I mean, no. it would be fun. I don't know. It's with, wrong. Uh, like it's you know really when they hot seat. When she talks about the fantasy suites with her sister with the ex, it just is very unserious to me. <laughs> Yeah. And so, um, a sour yeah. sip is production. Production. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of dip on our chip. I think that they think that they have, they can ride off into the sunset and do whatever they want to because they did well with Golden Bachelor. Mm. So they've started off this season with Joey in the same ways that they've started off Gary's season with the cold opens, showing us things that. Like you showed us the last 20 minutes of the show in the last episode of the show, in the beginning. I believe that Joey is going to have a happy ending. So I think that's smoke and mirrors. I don't, I didn't care about any of it. I was like, they're showing this. He's fine. He's, he's heartbroken that he had to break someone's heart. He's a nice guy. And he's heartbroken that someone's heart is broken, but he's going to transition another suburban is coming and he's going to propose to the person that he's really in love with. Like we can move on fine. Um, casting sisters, very strange to me. We've done this with the twins. They didn't work out. No sets of twins. There's multiple twins. Sets of twins. We've, we've done this with bringing yeah. Ashley Iconetti's sister on to like help yeah. her through paradise. Can we stop? And especially with a serious bachelor that, like he knew immediately sitting down with them. He was like, I mean, is it weird that I knew exactly that? Like that y'all were sisters. Mm -hmm. like well, convenient. Yeah. The stories were like adding up like straight. Like I felt like the producers wanted to have them go back to back for that reason. And probably mm -hmm. told her go and drop mm -hmm. your sister. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they were going to keep it a secret, but then nothing was going on night one. Jess mm -hmm. got her act together and they needed to play the sister card right away. Five minutes in, they said, we're not going to tell anyone. And then two seconds later, so Look everybody, there's an elephant in the room. There's, there's no there. elephant. There was and it was not an elephant. No. One fucking elephant. No one at all was like, is it awkward? Like, what's going on? They're like, yeah, no. like, did you guys know the whole time? It was totally us sisters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I loved the, um, the tweet someone had tweeted that was like, Let's not tell anybody that we're sisters. And it was like, yeah, oh yeah, let's snapshot of herself in the parent trap. <laughs> like, but we look exactly the same, bitch. It's mm -hmm. like, there's no elephant in the room. <laughs> um, they were also giving, uh, and I said this in the clubhouse room last night. No matter how hard I try, yeah. it was like a me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, they give me share. Look, share vibes. <laughs> Zach is like, I'm, I'm feeling that side. That was And finally, I have a question for you because it is a soured sip, but the question is how many former contestants and current contestants would jump at the chance to use that card to steal a date right before 
hometowns. Mm-hmm. You could you could drag that whole twist out the entire season and be the villain all the way through. And right before somebody's about to get a hometown, like uh, to get a, a date right before hometowns, mm-hmm. you just steal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think a I, lot of people would do it. I think it was really risky of her to be so quick to throw it in the fire and just like, I understand she wanted to make a statement, but like, you never know if you were going to need that later on. And like, I guess she made the right decision. She got rewarded with the rose. Yeah. So it was a bit of a gamble. And I respect that she did what she needed to do. And if that's what felt right for her, but you know, she could have just saved it and not used it maliciously just to have, like, it didn't have to be this big thing. Like people could have forgot about it. Like she didn't need to use it for the wrong reasons if she had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think that's everything, right? We've gotten a lot of sour sips. I'm sure there are so more left, so much more left on the table, but We'll have those next week. For now, we're going to transition on to the things that filled our cups. Zachary, would you like to go first? Okay. So I have three things on the list. And the first one is Maria. Like, she is going to be an underdog. She is underrated. Like, she's bringing personality. She's bringing depth. She's bringing spooky. She's bringing international. Mm -hmm. Like, she is bringing a lot of energy to the show. What do you have to say, Claudia? She reminds me of Mara Marinara yes. from whatever season. Was that Zach's? Clayton. Oh, was Zach's. Zach's yeah, I'm like, Clayton. they're all blending. Clayton. Zach, Clayton, tomato, tomato. Yeah, but she was, she, she gives me that vibe mm-hmm. where she's just trying to have fun. Um, I don't, I don't want to say she's not here for the right reasons. I feel like, again, it's like a guaranteed beach um, fixture. Uh, but I feel like she does bring some energy and lightness. So yeah, she's, she's fine. I'm fine with her, but I would like a little, you know, yeah. She's giving character arc, like in the making, like she's involved in some teasers, like she's going to be someone we remember and that we want to go to paradise regardless of how far she makes it. There's a lot to her. Also, I have Leia getting the first impression rose just because she did make the right decision. They called it noble. So I feel like she deserved to be rewarded with that rose after giving up that power. Um, And then my third is the older sister getting the last rose because (laughs) I felt like she kind of came into it a little bit like I'm the older sister and the younger sister. It was just fun to watch the younger sister shit on her parade from start to finished to literally from the beginning of the night to the end of the night. And I'm a younger brother. My brother is like a year or two older than me. Mm -hmm. We don't have the same taste, but I still feel like I would find a way to shit on his parade too in a competition show. Right. So I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. Zach, did you think that that was a producer pick like, or producer saying, choose her last. We know you're giving her a rose. She'll be your last pick. I'm under the impression that the producers pick the order and have been for a very long time and that they go back into the room after every three names, get a few more names and that it's all very strategic. So I don't know why they still do it the way they do it. Cause it feels very obvious that they pick people in certain orders, especially mm-hmm. like the front runners. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it makes it, the show too obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if you get that last rose, you're going home next week. <laughs> Pretty much. Sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. Or yeah, you're like, or you're the storyline or you're like going to yeah. be the main focal point of the episode. But then there's also like, do people edit roses out of order? Because I feel mm-hmm. like I've heard about that before. Mm-hmm. Right. For what we're, what the, what the viewers actually see compared to like what the actual order was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so interesting. It's happened before. They've been caught up with like some roses in different shots. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, you didn't get a rose yet? Like it has happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So interesting. Okay, cool. So who would like to go for next? One, two, three. Okay, go for it. Editing thing, right? Along the same line, Zachary, talking about the editing. Although I guess this could go either way, but I'm going to put it on the filled cup side. I'm just going to say Daisy. Just Daisy. That's it. Um, Daisy. Oh, drafted Daisy. Daisy too. Yes, Jazz, Jazz drafted Daisy. And, and put in mind that Daisy was literally picked not because you wanted her. She was just what was left. Okay. No, <laughs> I had no. I had I a know. note about Daisy. No, okay. Literally, she was, was that note dropped the end. I like it. The last person picked. And I think that she's going far. Mm -hmm. I like I it. The edit, it goes back to the edit it was very obvious with the music that was played behind mm -hmm. her the fact that we got so much of a storyline within minutes of being introduced mm -hmm. to her i was like i don't know who this what did i write about daisy oh here. i like her because she loves singing at the top of her lungs in the car and she loves ice cream more than anybody and she wants to be an author so oh, yes but does that yeah. not sound like somebody i would love jasmine please yeah <laughs> Okay, you didn't know any of that. Yeah, you happened upon picking Daisy. All I know is that Daisy gives, you know, like sweet girl next door. She had a very cute, bubbly pink dress on. She was very sweet, very just nice. And I think Joey's going to like her. Just knowing him, I feel like that is someone that would be. She's giving home just I'm calling top four. I, I hope so. I hope so. And and of course, she is the one with the cochlear implant, right? That's new. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so, of course, this gives representation, uh, mm -hmm. which we love to see. And yep. um, and and it's new. It's interesting, right? Because we, I, I know you, I have a lot of friends in the deaf community um, that range, and and sometimes when you're getting used to the implant. It can be weird. And so she said with 32 women, of course, and production and everything else, she's like, it was a lot. Um, the noises were a lot, she was mm -hmm. saying. So I, I I credit her for being able to handle all of that. Um, and she does have a sweetness to her. So mm -hmm. I also put her down as well. So yeah, so it's I'd her, love to see so far. It's her first dating experience post-operation too. So yeah. even having to have that conversation with someone, walk them through what she's been through, yep. Well, and mm -hmm. she's giving Abigail vibes. We have to, you know, praise yeah. Abigail, the first woman to go on the show with a cochlear oh, implant. Yeah. So it's great for the community. So I hope to see the two of them collaborate, you know, or take a oh, selfie yes, in the definitely. in the near future. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yes. Oh, fantastic. And I love me some Abigail. Love her. Yes. Exactly. Um, did we have anyone else before we wrap up with Zachary? Did you have any others, Gina? Or are you good? I'm good. Okay. I I'll I'll go quick. I'll go quick. So I, I said Daisy as well. I love Jen, the PA student, though to our point before, she has dropped everything in life to be there, but yeah. she had a sweetness to her. Um, mm -hmm. She was really cute and he seemed to vibe with her a little bit. So I, I felt like he would, this was more of a genuine connection than the other ones where he was just being polite. Um, she and she was talking about her tennis game. And yeah, so it was a nice, fun, like, it felt like I was watching an actual real first date. And she's Vietnamese, um, right? She's Vietnamese, I believe. Yes, I think so. so, so we love we love a lot of color. Let's go. Yes, lots of women of color. That was my other one. Yes. Was that there was a massive, overwhelming amount of women of color uh, this mm -hmm. season? Less blondes mm -hmm. and more 
uh, WOC. So I was really excited to see that. And, um, and different representation like Daisy, uh, just different identities. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see there were some women with fuller bodies. Mm-hmm. I also think like not everybody was like a size zero. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, to shout out to, to casting and production for that, at least um, for bringing us a little bit more diversity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So those are the things I did put the opening sing- scene for both a soured sip and fill cup because I also like the cheesiness of it all. But I'm just going to leave it alone since y'all pooped on it. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's all I got. Mo Mo. All okay. right. Yes. All right. I have two. Uh, I love the woman in STEM. Um, yeah. Caitlin, the radio chemist. Uh, yes. She did the experiment mm-hmm. that's called elephant toothpaste. And so I was really into that. It's you take, some people thought it was vinegar. It's not vinegar. It's mm-hmm. a cup of yeast um, in water and you add it to a cup of a mixture of um, soap and water. So and once you add it. If gonna check us, it's gonna well, be when I t- She's like, let me check <laughs> if the formula. So no lie, I'm watching this. I'm like, Mo is sitting here checking the, the, the amounts and the, I know what I mean on my Instagram I've done that experiment so no I but I knew it you were the first person I thought of when she was doing that so yeah and then um the last one that I had was the blank stares when uh Allison and Lauren revealed that they were sisters um <laughs> everybody was just like so <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> so that was just amazing 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 yeah that's, that's great. good rewatch that yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The one and only thing I need to say, I had a lot of things, but I just need to say one. Um, the the funniest thing, the funniest thing that happened is when they're talking about movies that they love. And then Joey says, oh, I love Remember the Titans and ABC's bitch ass. Oh, my God. I thought that was only my On the Chiron in the little corner. A little bit. It pops up and it's like, Remember the Titans streaming now on Disney+. Plus." I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard. I was like, no, they didn't take this opportunity. They sure did, because that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. How dare you? I love it. Do not get me wrong. I love that movie. But yes, they will take a moment to get an add in. Uh, I mean, that's, listen, this is business. They need to And I love it. And y'all know, I work in advertising. I get it. But at the same time, I was like, really? Yeah, it was giving thirsty. It was a little thirsty. It was a little thirsty. Yes, absolutely. I don't know. It was like, remember the Titans? Amazing. Anyway, that's the only thing I needed to get off my chest. Um, I want to thank our guests so much. Thank you, Zachary Real, the one and only. Thank you so much Shout out Monique, Jazz, Jenna, Claudia. Shout out all of you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Real real quick before we wrap up, where can the people find you? Yeah, everything is at Zachary Reality. So wherever you'd like to consume your content, it is on podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. So come follow and find me. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, friend, for being here with us. We had a blast. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, and uh, definitely, we can't wait to see all the new content that you are pushing out. And uh, and hopefully, you will come back and visit us again. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I will chat with you all soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank, thank you, you so much.
Oh, he was so sweet. Love it. Yes. So, of course, we thank you again. We got through episode one of this uh, 35th season, maybe 28th. But until next week, we have another really special guest. So until then, signing off, this is Claudia. I'm Monique. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Gina. We are Rosé Noir. Let's uh, watch Joey pick his doubles partner. And scene. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse at the Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our amazing theme music. Follow him at infrared underscore crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. See you next show.